Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Freedom Talks podcast. I'm back. This is Brady. I'm back with Scott, and we're here to go over the week five injury report for the Green Bay Packers. So the uh, on the injury report, uh, we've got a few guys uh, dealing with some issues, but really the big ones today uh, is D- Devontae Adams is, is the one that stands out the most. Uh, had a huge first three quarters of, uh, against the Eagles and then uh, went out with a, a turf toe injury. And turf toe, as defined by the internet, um, is a sprain of the main joint of the big toe or the metal tarsal pharyngeal joint or the MTP joint is from what I'm reading. So Scott, can you tell us exactly what's going on uh, when that joint gets injured? Sure. So usually um, it's a, uh, like a, the toe gets bent back. It's a hyperextension uh, kind of injury. And then um, the undersurface, more of the soft tissue on the bottom or the plantar aspect of the foot is what gets injured and so for a for a player that um, has to be as explosive as a wide receiver um, and just that ability to push off of your foot um, that's where it really uh, impacts uh, those kind of guys okay um, so there's three grades of any sprain right that's how are classified grade one, grade two, grade three? Sure, sure. yes. Okay. Um, I think that's more, uh, I mean, with that, it's perhaps more, you're thinking like an ankle sprain yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know if they would have that same kind of grading scale that I'm aware of, Just, uh, that I'm aware of as far as um, turf toe kind of injury. Okay. Again, it's more the soft tissue kind of stuff um, as opposed to spraining a ligament or or something like that. So um, I know they, they talked about doing uh, with him uh, potentially like platelet-rich plasma or PRP injection in there to try to help promote some of the healing. Uh, but ultimately, um, it's often with a soft, tindu- soft tissue injury, it's just time and just letting it rest and letting it heal. Um, and so we'll see. So that, that platelet-rich plasma, there's PRP, um, that's normally for soft tissue injury that they're doing that just because there's not as much blood flow to, to no, those no, tissues. Or? Uh, yeah. So, uh, good question. So, I they can do it for anything. It's not just a soft tissue injury. Um, I mean, the first time I heard about it was with Heinz Ward, uh, the wide receiver for the Steelers, had um, uh, MCL sprain, um, and so um, I guess he he had had it done. So that was one of the first. That was probably eight, nine years ago was the first time, you know, that I, I became aware of it. Uh, yeah, so they, the, the goal of the, of the uh, platelet-rich plasma, um, and what they do is they draw your blood, uh, they spin it down in a centrifuge, and then they'll take the, the platelet part of it out and inject it into the area that's injured. And it's just to try to put, try, to try to put a um, uh, substance uh, in there that helps promote healing uh, more quickly. Okay. Fair enough. So we, though that kind of injury, he could. He, I mean, he's he's already listed that he's most likely not going to be active for Dallas. Is it, are we talking like he could be out multiple weeks if it doesn't get any better quickly? Should we take it slow with him? What do you what do you think the training staff is thinking for the Packers? Um, right. Yeah. So I mean, just depends how badly it's injured, of course, which none of us know. Um, but it. 
to me, things like this, especially on, early on in the season, uh, I would just try to let it heal as best you can. I mean, it's, it, otherwise it's just kind of this nagging on-off injury throughout the course of the season. Um, so as best you can, just to allow it to, to heal. Um, so if he misses a couple of games, you know, so be it. Yeah. Um, We'd rather, I, if, if we think we're going to go places this season, essentially take it slow. If. Uh, well, uh, if. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm not jinxing us. Like that's all right. Well, you were, you were right last week. I mean, so with your concerns, uh, yeah. So I mean, if we want to get into kind of like to the to the depth chart at wide receiver, so Devonte Adams obviously had a great game, and for the last year he was, I think it was the stat that he's the second most targeted receiver in the entire league. Yeah, well, that was obviously had a little bit to do with Rodgers being out, and I think some of the backups really used him as a safety kind of blanket um he's always was open they could not cover him he was doubled by the second half yeah rogers still managed to get find yeah. him open and he was making yards after the catch i think they win the game if he's still in there and and not to it's not a knock on him obviously but that's just the that he wasn't able to play but um i think if he's in the game um they score for sure first and goal so Valdez Scantling has kind of been the the number two guy, but he hasn't. His numbers haven't been stellar. I don't think he's like on pace with the average number two receiver in the league. He showed flashes. He showed a lot of speed, but it doesn't look like he's going to be the guy that's going to run precise routes and uh, be able to kind of provide that very crisp route running that Rodgers has liked in the past with Jordy Nelson um, and now Devontae Adams. So I want to get you, so what, so we're looking at Valdez Scantling trying to take over the number one role, which I think is a little worrying. Allison had a decent game. He had a touchdown grab, yeah, but other than catch, it was the one a, before the catch, the, before the touchdown was outstanding. Yeah. Just beautiful. But other than that, I think he only had three or four catches on the night. Yeah, well, they kept throwing the Devante. Well, <laughs> it's only one ball. I know, but uh, fair enough. Um, so the other guys that are listed on the depth chart, um, we have uh, Barry Shepard, uh, Alan Lazard, um, and then Jake Kumro, who's battled injuries um, yeah. last year and this year, which have kind of kept him off the field. It looks like he's going to be okay. Do you think we'll see more of him this week? Yeah, probably. I mean, I, hopefully he's that, you know, um, that quick little slot receiver, you know, um, Randall Cobb-esque or, you know, uh, Edelman from the, you know, uh, Patriots. And yep. they had, um, that kind of guy that can just uh, work the middle there successfully. Um, Valdez, um, uh, you know, his my his hands aren't always, to me, reliable. Um is probably my biggest concern with him. Um, and then Geronimo, uh, boy, if the ball gets by him, he seems to be able to catch it. Mm -hmm. And then the other two guys I just think are too raw to really know what you have there. Fair enough. I mean, the only reason I bring up Jake Kumaro is because Rodgers has always had great things to say about him. Yeah, he seems to yeah. always have a, a great camp. Preseason, yeah. Um, I mean, last year I think it was a, more of a bit of a... Diving into the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> 
but I think I think last year we had it was such a log jam at receiver we weren't gonna like give him a huge chance last year but he's yeah. he's been consistent early in the seasons yeah so maybe he gets a chance this week I don't know yeah when he was with Cincinnati uh, who's their green right uh, isn't that yeah. The, yeah he when he he just raved about how good Kumaro was when he was there on their practice squad so yeah you got to be on the field though right yep do you think um, you think Gutekunst uh, regrets uh, trading away Trevor Davis now? And he had a he had a big. I mean, he had no. a, a touchdown in Oakland. No, not going to really miss him all that much. I, he's uh, um, uh, he was fragile to me. He's just too. There's n- nothing to him. Fast, super fast. Um, and great, pl- good player. Obviously, sure hands on the punts and everything. But I just always thought he was, you know one good hit away from being injured just with how lanky he is isn't that an oakland raiders move as we know it let's just yeah. get the fastest guys yeah right um so i kind of want to move we'll move to the defense a little bit a couple of names that stand out kyle fackerel uh has been battling a shoulder injury uh kevin king has been battling a groin and seems like everything else since he came into the league um the those are two names that you know we, we really need to be good. We're I mean part of the reason our run defense has been so bad is because of our depth at middle linebacker and the overall play at middle linebacker. I think. Well, Oren Burks I think is back. It, uh, they're talking about him being maybe playing, uh, so that should help hopefully. Yep. And then uh, Montavious Adams, uh, who was out last week, is practicing a little bit this week, so that'll hopefully give them a little more depth at the um, defensive line position. The most discon- or the most concerning of those injuries is Kevin King. Um, yep. For me, just he's when he's out there, he's a lockdown corner with him and both uh, Alexander. So um, that's the most disconcerting. And then yeah, just that he seems to have a hard time making it through the through the season so yeah I think I think we're gonna see that a lot with our defense this year when when we're healthy we can be lights out shut down um especially in in the past game um yeah I don't know what happened last week I mean I just well we we got punched in the mouth right well as far as you them saying I mean so the Eagles did this to the Pats in the Super Bowl too right their their coach is known for really being able to have a really nice uh, run game. And then Carson Wentz uses that to his advantage, and they run that RPO system, that yeah. run-pass option system, and then just kind of shred teams if they get going with that that ground game. Yeah, but, I mean, just I guess for me it was surprising and just that, like, the Bears have a, you know, are supposed to have a decent run game, and we, we did a good job of shutting them down. And then, you know, Minnesota, uh, obviously as well, um, with uh, Cooks, and so other than one run, we did a nice job of containing him too. And man, we were just gashed. I that that really surprised me. I mean, that's why I ultimately, uh, you know, think we that was our downfall in that game was just an inability to stop the run. Because to your point, then everything else goes off of that. And I know that's what the Packers are trying to do as well with their offense is establish the run and then run play action off of it. So yeah, we'll see. And obviously with Dallas coming up. Um, and they've got, you know, arguably the best running back in football and um, a very good offensive line anchored by former Badger uh, Travis Frederick. That's right. Um, 
And, but their their tackle is out. The Smith uh, sounds like he's not going to play. So mm-hmm. hopefully our Smiths uh, can get after the quarterback. Yeah, I I don't I'm not an expert at breaking down football film. Um, so this was from the Athletic. Um, but they were saying that we ran nickel defense most of the time, mostly due to the fact that we didn't have a lot of middle linebacking depth. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we, we would run our nickel the whole time, and um, yeah. just they, they, they were able to, to use that to a, uh, their advantage because um, we couldn't really stack the box even. And um, we also did we did sign one other guy from the Ravens. Yeah, I saw um, that. Yeah. It, his name was uh, uh, Tim Williams. Yeah. So from Alabama, uh, the the little that I read up on him is he was a, pretty much a star at Alabama. Had two nine sack seasons and then got drafted in the third round by the Ravens and um, had a few disciplinary issues and never really gained the trust of that coaching staff. So. Maybe there's some talent there if he can get his act together and and give us more depth at the the outside linebacking position. Yeah. Um, because I think the Smiths are playing so much, and I think that was a concern for the coaching staff in terms of keeping them healthy for the whole season. Yeah, um, hopefully, uh, Gary can start playing. Right, I, number one pick, twelfth overall. I, I mean, would, I, I think I he's hope. ramping up. Right, he's playing a few more reps each week. Yep. And I think they also did that because of um, Fackrell's been battling the these shoulder injury, and it's not really um, – he's having to deal with it week to week and um, get it going. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about injury-wise was um, the helmet-to-helmet hits that we had. Uh, so Jamal Williams is in concussion protocol. Though, you know, with concussions, they could be out a couple weeks or they could be out the whole season. The one thing I was surprised, though, is Darius Shepard fielding that punt and getting absolutely smoked, yeah. held onto the ball. Uh, but when you see a hit that hard helmet to helmet and you know he's getting jarred, even though he's not having any concussion symptoms, like that's that's still got to be kind of worrying. I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, the one thing with that hit, if I recall it correctly, is more like head-on, you know, like they were, you know, hitting head-on. Where you yeah. really get – guys really get in trouble is when they get hit on the side. Okay. Um, I think that creates like this, you know, this uh, rotation of your brain probably, and that's maybe where part of the problem is. Because if you think about like a running back, to me, running all the time, there's a lot of that helmet, like head-on, like helmet-to-helmet. Yep. Uh, collision when a running back will kind of lower s- himself to, pr- to protect himself. Um, so those don't always end up in concussions, and that's maybe why um, why he, he was fine and got up, and even though he got unloaded on, he was okay. Um, whereas, you know, I think um, Williams got almost hit a little bit on the side. You he know, get, well, and he got he was kind of pinched in between yeah. two people. Yeah, um, yeah, you feel bad for. For that, but it's it's football. Guys are yeah. flying around. There's, yeah. You're not going to prevent everything, right? Right. It's um, a violent game. The only other really um, guy that we could talk about would be Brian Balaga. He he is he was limited, um, but said that he's uh, questionable, but may play against Dallas. And uh, he's been playing really well. Obviously, he dealt with. Uh, the Chicago and the Bears and the Broncos defenses super well. Uh, he even did a, a good job until he went out against the, the Eagles. Yeah. Um, 
But I think that would be a bit of a blow. I think Alex Light is a, a great replacement, but obviously we could use all the firepower. Dallas has an improved defense over the last few years. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so hopefully I think Rodgers made just recently some comment about how tough those guys are, like the two tackles are, and how yeah. much they play through. So, yeah, former Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, the, the only uh, – you know, I think the only soft spot on our – on our line so far, at least, has been at right guard. Um, that would be uh, the guy that we had signed in free agency. Um, from from Denver, right? Yeah. Billy Turner. Billy Turner, yep, that's it. Yeah. Um, he, uh, yeah, he... You, I, I haven't... I haven't heard his name now, so I don't really. I mean, he hasn't had any holding calls or false yeah. starts, so, <laughs> so yeah. it's usually maybe okay. But yeah, I don't. We need to run the ball better. That was the other thing, I guess, from the game that kind of really surprised me was just our inability to run the ball. It seemed like they had guys in the backfield. I mean, we had yeah. a lot of negative runs in that game. I'm not sure how many, but it seemed like at least four or five negative runs that we had. So, and if you run it on first down now, and now you're second and thirteen instead of second and seven, yep. that's a huge huge difference so it's a huge chunk and then that you don't have the option to run or pass you know you you're gonna, right the, the other team knows you're passing on right. second and 13 right? right so um yeah so that's I, again i think as packer fans we're we're really emotionally invested into this team so you know <laughs> after you know three weeks of going up 3-0 we, I think everybody knows in the back of their minds that we're probably not going to win every game. That Eagles team is a pretty good team, I would say. They've had their issues getting back to uh, this season, um, but I would argue they probably had that Lions game in hand that they had played the week before and kind of gave it away last minute and yeah. um, could be a riser, and they've got a great quarterback and a great defense, and obviously a decent running game unless that's you know really going to be a trend for us that we're going to give up a ton of yardage to every team which i hope is not the case but yeah likewise so uh we've got dallas this week and then if you get through dallas here i don't i mean i don't you know if, if i if you ask me with to my opinion it's whether it's with my head or my heart um that's gonna be a tough game to win i think so mm -hmm. but certainly hope we do but then detroit's obviously playing better but then i think they get into a little bit softer part if you will of their schedule you know oakland's at home obviously kansas city you know tough game to win but the chargers aren't playing that well so far this year although former badger melvin gordon is back there yep. um then carolina san francisco so i mean i think you get in a little bit softer part of your schedule and if you can go, you know, three and one through each of the quarters of the season. That's, I mean, twelve that's a and four, team. twelve and four should win the division. Probably a first yeah. round buy, and so, um, although I think this is going to be a tough game, especially with um, Devontae out oh. potentially, and also with just our offense still. I don't think he's running on all cylinders yet, and Jamal Williams out as well, probably with a concussion. So you're you're taking a, cute, a couple of your playmakers out. Yep, that's it's going to be tough. I think. I mean, there's obviously a chance. I mean, yeah. if if our defense, as yeah. I was reading a little bit up on Dallas, they um, they had a pretty yeah their first balanced team. attack their first three games, but they were against kind of worse teams. Yeah, School of the Blind. I think they played Sisters of the Poor, <laughs> and uh, I can't remember who the 
who the third one was. So you joke, yeah. you joke, but it's not like they played Miami. Yeah, was, right. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. Uh, and the Giants, didn't they play the Giants they opening? Yeah, opening so, night. Yeah, and that so. was a train wreck until uh, Danny, yeah, the, Danny Dimes came came yeah. into play. Um, yeah. So well, and uh, yeah. So I think they're off. Offense uh, didn't look that great against the uh, Saints um, on Sunday night. So, and we've had good success at Jerry's World. Yep. Uh, that's where we won the Super Bowl, obviously, and uh, a couple of other games there that have been, uh, uh, you know, great Rod- football Rod- games. Rodgers has played some of his best football yeah. there. Had some great last-minute comebacks. Yeah. Um, so it should be. A, it's a, it's always a fun game playing yeah. uh, franchise like the Cowboys that have right. a, a crazy fan base just like we do. Yep. So uh, we'll do our uh, we'll do our hot take section now. So uh, hot takes. Hot takes. Um, so this week I've got a hot take. So my hot take right now. Uh, based on the NF, well, how the NFC North's games have gone so far, I think the Lions are going to finish in second place. I think we win the division. I think we've been playing well. I think, uh, just like you said, like we're gonna we're gonna get some weaker opponents um, that we should hopefully take care of. I think our run defense they're gonna at least figure out a way to be decent enough to allow that pass defense to lock everybody down. Um, we've got. A great secondary this year and pass rush that is going to force at least uh, the opposing quarterbacks to have to get rid of that ball faster than uh, they would like and we've been turning the ball over at a decent rate yeah um, that was another reason why I think we got beat we didn't turn the ball over get many sacks on them yep which we had been so um, I, I think I think we'll be fine but I do think that the Lions are going to be better than the Bears and the Vikings at the end of the season. Right now, they're two one and one. Uh, the Bears are in, currently in second place at three and one, and the Vikings uh, look to be in trouble. You think uh, so? Well, what's his face wants to leave now too, right? Diggs wants to be traded because they're not throwing him the ball enough. Well, that's that's what I heard. There was rumors that he was going to go to uh, the Patriots, yeah. that, uh, which would be you know. No one wants to see them uh, fix probably the only one hole they have on their entire team. Yeah, um, yeah, and I know they won't trade them within the division. No, obviously not. So no chance of Green Bay getting them, which he would be great. Him and Devonte would be. That would be amazing. Yeah, it'd be who you're going to take you, away? You asked me what I would give up for for Melvin Gordon, and, and you said you would probably think about a third round pick. Yeah. What would you give up for Diggs? You think? Oh, yeah, up give up, up, I'd give up, yeah, at least one. You'd probably have to give up at least one first round and then maybe a second or two, you know, back-to-back first rounds or something well, we, like that. We've got two first-round picks in this next draft. Do we? I think so. Because didn't we? Didn't that was we, last year. Oh, that wasn't was it? last year. Yeah. Okay. Well. When we traded for uh, the Saints, give us their number one. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Never mind. That's no, not right. Yeah. Um, Time flies, Brady. <laughs> but anyway, uh that's a good hot take, it's, Brady. It, it's it's a hot take. It is. And I it, like it. Then it what's is. the rest of your um, division? How do you? Bears are third. Vikings are fourth. I, yeah, I think that I think the Vikings are they're are already a little bit of locker room trouble in terms of them calling out the quarterback, and they should. 
I do think that the Vikings probably talent-wise from top to bottom on their team are actually probably the most talented uh, in our division. They've got a great they've got great defensive depth and uh, they have great guys at their skilled positions. You think about their wide receivers and yeah, uh, and their running backs. Like they got Rudolph the is best, a good tight end too. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, one of the best running backs in the league, and yet um, their quarterback has just shown any. It, all the inability in the world to get it to those skilled guys. That's all he's got to do. He's, he's just got to get it to them, and uh, he hasn't been able to do that. Yeah. I mean, you could probably say that their offensive line is probably lacking maybe a little bit. Um, he's been under pressure a lot, but I, it's, I don't know about that. And then I think the Bears are going to run into the same thing. I think the, Mitch is out. Well, Trubisky, how long is he out, did they say? I'm not sure, but I think it's honestly better for him. Do you really? <laughs> I I mean, he has been, he just has been terrible this season. Terrible. Terrible. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't disagree, but um, I don't know who they got. Jeff Daniels or who's their backup? Chase, Chase, Chase Daniels. Daniels. Jeff Daniels is the actor. That, th- this is, this is why I think they're going to end up third. I think their, their defense is probably first or second best in the NFL. And that's going to win them some yeah. games. But yeah. I think coming up, they're going to hit some good teams. And when, Teams are able to put 17 points on the board. Every time that happens, it's going to be a question of are they going to win or are they not going to win. I think their defense will keep them in games. I just don't think any time they're playing from behind, it's just going to be an issue. Yeah. So that And, and the, the as far as the Lions go, they had a, a good win against the Eagles. Um, they just lost to a... Um, yeah, to the Chiefs. Very good Chiefs, but they, they played them tighter than play? anybody else. Yeah. yeah, that freak like fumble that he picked up and ran in for, for a 100-yard return yep. or 99-yard return. And, and without that, Otherwise the Lions beat. are win- yeah, winning. Yeah. So yeah, especially if he scores there, right? And yep. they don't. So that's a 14-point swing. that they're, They win that game going away. Yep. Yeah? No, yeah. I agree. Well, All right, Brady. Uh, so your prediction? Yeah, so that's that's my prediction. I, All so, right. I, for Pack, this game, Pack, though. Packers, the, oh, for the Lions, the Lions game? Yeah, or no, for the Dallas or, game. Sorry, yeah, for the Dallas game. Um, I think Packers I'm, – I'm a homer. I think Packer, Packers win, I don't know, 20, 24 to 17. All right. Uh, I mean, again, I uh, with my heart, it's the Packers – 24 to 20, only because I have four in the office pool. But, um, I mean, with my head, I think Dallas probably wins just with that score flip, 24 okay. 20 or something like that. That's my that's my head saying that, and my heart is Packers 24 20. Fair enough. Well, that, that wraps up another segment of our uh, injury breakdown and analysis of the Packers. Thanks, Scott, for doing right. this. No, and, thank uh, you, Brady. Have a wonderful day. All Go right. Pack Go. Go Pack. Go Pack.